Okay, so today's Amin is Mem Gimam and Beis. And we're busy now with Rabbi Yitzchuk's Halacha. Rabbi Yitzchuk said, Enkli nitil el etzerich davar anitil. That's how he understands the Mishnah. That you're only allowed to move a kli. You're not allowed to move a kli for the tzerich of something which is eni nitil b'shabbos. No, no, it's here. And that's how he understands the Mishnah. And that's how he argues in Efchisti. He says, you're not allowed to move a kli for a beit shenol b'shabbos or b'yamdif. Whether you're doing it to catch the egg or whether you're doing it to put it over the egg, it's all asr because enkli nitil tzarech davar nitil b'shabbos. So Yomar says, Tashimah, we're now in the banim of Mem Gimel and Aleph, the Amis Mem Gimel and Beis. Tashimah, Perksim, Achzelas, Agabi, Kaveris, Devarim, B'Shabbos. Let's say you have a beehive, and you want to protect the beehive. V'cham ne'achama, it might be getting too hot, or v'cham ne'achama, because of the rain. You're allowed to do it, you're allowed to protect it with a mat. U'bevach, le'eskavan lotzit, but you're not allowed to try to trap the bees inside the beehive. So you see, a beehive is muksa, right? It's not a kli, it's not a... Right? A beehive is muksa. And you see, you're allowed to move the machzalas, you're allowed to move the mat in order to protect the beehive. What happened in the din of enkli nitel, zakhtavar nitel, zakash and abitzchak? Shkumar says, achamaya skina. We're talking about a case, dikadvash. There's honey in the beehive. If there's honey in the beehive, so then it's not muksa. Honey is not muksa. Amalei avukvam imeshin l'ravashi. Avukvam imeshin astravashi. Tenechvam imeshin so that's good, right? We said two things. You're saying for, for, the, for the heat, for the sun, and for the rain. So that's Yomayi in the summer. And Yomayi in the winter, the rain season. So And when you have a beehive, in the summer is the time they make the honey. So in the summer, there's honey in the beehive. But How would that be a good answer if we're talking about for the rain, that's Yomayi in the winter, there's no honey in the beehive. They do leave two chalais of honey. Right? It actually says that the beehive is made out of chalais. Chalais is what we call a honeycomb. The honeycomb has in it wax and, and like hard honey that's there. When you process the honey, you melt away the wax, you separate the wax, and the and you get, you know, beeswax, and you get honey separate. But what bees do is, they, they produce honey, they produce honey, and they eat the honey. The bees uh, eat the honey. So they only can produce honey in the summer, not in the winter. But they leave the honey there the whole year, so in the winter they could eat the honey. So two chalais are left in the beehive. When people take out the honey in order to eat the honey, they leave two chalais at Vash, two of these honeycombs, are left inside the beehive in order that the bees should have what to eat, otherwise the bees are going to die. And he brings a Gemara above a bathroom that says, when you, let's say you buy all the honeycombs, right, you have to leave two. He didn't mean to sell you two. He only meant to sell you the honeycombs that are for sale, but two honeycombs are going to be left inside the, the beehive. So you always have two honeycombs, so that, that, for that it's not muksa. So he says, well, mix is nenu. But the honeycombs are muksa, because since you need them for the bees, so this is the muksa we're going to see later, pretty much before. This is the muksa that's a machlekes abudin of shimon, because these honeycombs are edible, right? You can eat them, but you're not planning on eating them. You're putting them aside for the bees, just like we have things that are for schayrim. 
that the Gemara brought a machlekes of Hilin Shimon towards the end of the first parak, right? You can use it, but you're not planning on using it. You're planning on leaving it for skyers. Anything that you're not planning on using, you want it for something else, that's muksa according to Rabbi Huda. So that's the Gemara's kashiv, a muksa's nenum. So the honey comes, a muksa. So Gemara says the chishiv alayim, and kimta, that's talking about that he decided he's going to eat at least some of the honey in those two chalas that he left. So Gemara says, hola, chishiv alayim but if he didn't think about it, what's that? The Bryce is telling you, you light a cover, the honeycombs. But we're telling you when it's asi. Now let it do it in a way that you're doing it to trap the bees. So have another even easier when it's asi. Let it say, let it, let it make a chilak. It's only when you're planning on eating the honey. So the honey's not muksam. But if you're not planning on eating the honey, asi. So, the, the Bryce that didn't leave out, right? The Bryce anyway made this chilek. It tells you halacha, but tells you when it's asu, bavad. And then it didn't make a chilek, a more shkech take a chilek. Then whenever, whenever you don't have honey there, which you're planning on eating, it's asu. So I said, no, that's okay. How come actually afi shechisha v'leim, actually yishav No, it's trying, it doesn't want to tell you that chilek. wants to tell you a chilek, even when you are chisha v'leim, there'd be an isr of tzedem. So Rabbi is money. Now, who does this price go like? Ir Rabbi Shimon, Leslie Muksa. So Rashi says, not that the price wouldn't stim, the price would stim even better, but the Rashi says that we were so bothered by the kasha that where's the honey and ties the chalas dvash, and we said that Muksa, if the price goes like Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon anyway doesn't hold the Muksa, so we didn't have to say it was Chisha Valayim. We could say the chalas dvash are not, are, not, are, are edible, they're not Muksa. Chalas dvash. Right? The Gemara obviously didn't consider them to be like Muksa, Machsa, and Kis. I think maybe it's Muksa, Machsa, and Kis. You don't want to ruin the, the beehive. Maybe the beehives aren't so expensive. I don't know. But, Irabi Huda, now the Gozak Yavidi, Kalei Muskavan, Mayhavi. So what's the difference if it's Lei Muskavan, a Davashayna Muskavan, Asr? Rabbi Huda holds that Davashayna Muskavan is Asr. So even if you're not planning on trapping it, but the Bidol's, the fact that it gets trapped is an Isser. It's a Dava Shainim Miskavit. It's Asser. Sigmar says, Yeah, that's Sigmar. So I got here, Rashi says, Irab Shimon Armalamle Lukme Bishachishev, like we learned. If it's from Shimon, so why do we have to say it's Bishachishev? There's a Rashi in Beya that says that the din of Ankli Nital at Sarek Dafaran Nital would only be possible according to Behudah that holds a muksa. According to Shimon that doesn't hold a muksa, there can't be this din of enkli nitl atzarech davar nitl. Rashi doesn't seem to hold that way, but Rashi and Beya says it, because Kireg and the Gili Nashas brings it, that um, he brings it. And he says that the Balamara makes a reference to it, because there's a discussion in the end of the Masechta about whether we pass can enkli nitl atzarech davar nitl, so we don't. But there's a discussion, and the Balamara makes this point that if you hold like a Shimon that doesn't hold the Muksa, then you can't hold the Venkli into the Tzarek Davanitl, and he quotes Rashi. And Rabbi Kivega is saying he means the Rashi in Beya. And Shail is, if you learn, this is like a Shtikl Mashmari, it's like the other way, so to speak. If you learn that the reason why, that um, if you learn that the Machlekes of Yudhir Shimon really is a Muksa, whether it's considered, whether a person has to be Mech and everything beforehand, or there's no issue, even if it wasn't Muchan, right? 
But something which is not roi, even if Shimon's masking this in Issa Tolta, anything which is not roi, Shimon's also masking this in Issa Tolta, right? I say, Pashtis, right? Something which is not a clear and eichel, right? Do we call it Muxamach Maskufa? It is no machlekes, every Shimon, every Huda. So it's a shtickle, Madna, why should ain't clean nitl, the tzarech dafer and nitl be told in the machlekes of Shimon and Behuda? The chayra, does it make sense that, that, that the pshat, that the reason why a kli is not nitl, tzarech dafer nitl is because you're like, you max a daite from using a kli, tzarech dafer shayna nitl, like why? You know, you're not max a daite from this kli, it's a good kli, you plan on using it. In punkt, you can't use it for a dafer shayna nitl. Sounds like fakir. It sounds like that goes into the gzeir that since they made something zainitul, they made it off limits. So they made the hood then they included carrying something letzerich that. But that's all in the iser of tiltum, which the iser of tiltum is saying you don't find the machayis yunim shimon. Yunim shimon argue about muksa, meaning haksaas hadas, whether 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 something is not muchan is that cool that it's like a maxedaitim inayt. A little bit shver. But most Rishayim don't hold that way. Even Rashi here doesn't seem to hold that way. It's a Malchayah, Steer, Rashi, and Rashi, and Be'am. Alamar says that Chiddush. But most Rishayim hold that way. The Shayim anyway don't paskin like uh, like a Bitzak. They paskin that you say, Kli is Nitl, Litzarech, Tavashayim. Nitl, that's what the Rishayim paskin. They say, What? That they include Nitl, Litzarech, Tavashayim? No, no. Paskin don't paskin that way. It's not, uh, yeah. I'll him. Yeah, but that's that's a Shiloh. Right? When it said Irib Shimon Alesley Muksa, right? We we touched it that um, because because why did we have to answer it? And it was not really a kasha directly. I mean anyway, it's not such a kasha directly. I mean the kasha was and when you said why are we bring in Enklinito, I mean the Khaya Bitsa could have answered then all these prices that they go like Rib Shimon. Right? <laughs> you know, that way. Right, what's so shy? They go like Rib Shimon. You know what I'm saying? But uh, all right. Anyway, so here the Gemara goes like this. Ear of you, the Kalev Muscavan may have him. Yeah, I'll cut. Father Shane Muscavan also. Loyal and Rabbi Huda. Really goes like a Huda. And my Vachi is Kavan Lotzich. Lay a Sena Kimitsuda. The Lishbegle Rafka Kayak Loy Litsuduma Mela. When it says that you shouldn't be Muscavan Lotzich, where Rabbi Huda means to say is. If it goes to Rabbi Huda, it's nothing to do with your kavana, because your Lord Hashem is kavana. It has to do with your action. So your kavana it means don't put the mat in such a way that it's going to cover the whole of the thing, because that would be tzedah. Make sure to put it in a way that it won't cover it, even though it says Allah should have kavana. But it means that don't make it in a way that is going to behechach be a tzedah. Make sure to leave a space that it won't be a tzedah. So. It's interesting, the Gemara in Be'ah adds a little bit to this, which the Gemara here doesn't say, and it seems like Rishayim were in Geiris that in Be'ah, because Rishayim also discusses. The Gemara in Be'ah says, I'm going to bring you a riot at Subshad in the Brahisa. Because if you're going to say not, so according to Hibshim, it's also a problem, because Hibshim is made with the Psikresha. And if you say the Brahisa, sounds like you're putting the Machzalas over the entire Kaveris Devash, right? Kaveris Devash, right? So even though you're not being mechav on matzah, but so what? It's a psikreisha. Right? LMI, it must be that, uh, that even according to the pshat and it means that you're not going to make it in a way that's going to cover the entire kaveris and make it kemetsuda and make it in a way that um, the bees can't get in and out. It's like a psikreisha for tzedah. That's what the Gemara says in 
in Beha. But it could be the Rishayinim were in Gairis that part, because the Rishayinim do discuss it here, Eifinar, the Ramban, the Rajma, and they ask this Kasha, that what do you mean that according to Bihuda you can't make it to Mitzuda, you have to leave a Rafcham. According to Bishiman also you can't make it to Mitzuda because it's a Psikresha. And the Gemara's Mashma only according to Bihuda it's that way. So the Rishayinim say that's not a Psikresha. Either because um, even when you cover it, the bees could figure out how to get in and out. You know what I'm saying? You don't know that they're going to be trapped there. They could, uh, or the way a person would normally cover it, without the warning of Vajlai Skavan Kimitsuda, wouldn't be in a way that it would definitely trap them. It would, you know, be able to throw over the maxalis, you're not thinking. Right? So sometimes it would cover, sometimes it wouldn't. Vajlai Skavan Lots, it means Vajlai. It really, really means you know, like make sure that it's not going to be uh, right, but um, but otherwise it's not shots of it could be like this, it could be like that that's what the, um, that's, what the, the uh, that's what the Yishayim each one has their own nusach a little bit, but they're learning that it wouldn't be a psikresha but there's a tour in Simon Shin Yud Zayin which sounds like he learned, also sounds like it wasn't Garish the Gemara and Bey, but sounds like he learned that doesn't matter. Even if there's a discussion over there, the the Taz and the Gain, that according to Rav Shimon, even if you cover it completely, it's not a problem at Seder. That's what the that's what the tour sounds like in Simon Shin Yitzayin. Why? 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 Right, but uh, the Torah was makeup because he says the Gemara only said according to Behuda. Right, according to according to Reb Shimon, the Gemara didn't say it. That's what the Torah was makeup. So that's what does he mean? Maybe it's a din in Hilchas Tzeda that a Tzeda, which you have absolutely no intention of making a Tzeda, maybe it's just simply not called a Tzeda. There's a Rajbul later that maybe says it. That maybe like if you have an animal in your house and you close the door and you have no intention to trap the animal. But it's a psikresha. It's like, a, you know, it's not called the tzeda. There are other Rishayim that hold that way. You know, I'm asking that way, but there might be such a svarim. There's a... Okay. Uh, it could be. That's, that. <coughs> that's another story. But here, it's somewhat nichalei, because I think he does want the bees... doesn't want them to escape. I'm saying he does... Uh, I mean, they never yeah. escape. Yeah, they never cover them. Okay. Anyway, the Gemara goes right there. Ravashi Amar Miktani Shaman. It doesn't say in the Brisa that it was in the winter and in the summer. He's going on the first kasha. See, actually, Ravashi was one that they asked in the first kasha. Then the Gemara threw in about the Shtei Chalais in the winter. Ravashi himself didn't know that there was a problem. It doesn't say that it was the winter or the summer. It just says that there was there was sun and there was rain. So it means and Tishrei. It means in the spring and fall. We're talking about in the spring and fall. In the spring and fall, there could be heat. There could be could be a hot sun, or, or it could be rain. It could still be Yemenisin. Uh, could still the rains could continue. Yemen Tishrei. The rains could start early, and uh, and it could wash. And the Maisa, there is honey. So he's just answering the first kasha. Right? He said, you don't have to say shtei chalais. 
you could stop and say that we're not talking about the wind and the sun. But as far as everything else with the Shalayasa Kamitsuda and that, it really is the same. Taisa says that, that um, Taisa's two shot, the one shot is Ravashi really answered that right away. But the Masada Rashas had another teretz. So, uh, so he first said his own teretz and then said Ravashi's teretz. And then, then he brings from the Rajma. And the Gemara and Bayes sounds like Ravashi said both teretz. He just, he didn't, you know, he first said one teretz, but then he told them another teretz that anyway, you don't have to say it's the winter altogether. Amul Ravsheshis. Ravsheshis told the Rabbanan, Pukuv Amlele Rabbitzak, go and tell Rabbitzak, Kvatigmer of Hunulishmaitzach Bababa. If Hunul holds of you, Shmaitzach. So Shail of the Rif was Gerisis, because the Rif seems to hold her, Hunul doesn't hold that way. But this is our Gerisis, that, that Ravuna does hold that way. Why? Because he had to find an Eitzah, had a cover in a mace. It was a case. Dom Ravuna, Eisim Mechitzel a mace with Shvul Achai, and Eisim Mechitzel a mace with Shvul Mace. You allow to put up a mechitza for a dead person if the reason why you're doing it is for a live person, like we'll see. But not if you're primarily doing it for the dead person. Mahi, what is he talking about? This is what happened. Right? It was an occurrence, a common occurrence, I mean, I guess as common as people dying on Shabbos, that you know, the mace would be in a place where it was too hot and we're afraid that it might decompose. So what do you do? You're not allowed to move the mace, it's muksa. Right? So we have the eights of kikaratinak, like we're going to discuss a little bit. But they were saying, even without moving it, we could do like this. Two people could come, and they could sit on the side of the dead person. And if they get hot, if they get hot, the floor gets hot for them. So they need something to sit on. It's hard for them to sit on the floor because the floor got too hot. Then maybe meet the veishalevs, and maybe meet the veishalevs. They could get beds, and cots, and put it and sit um, next on the side of the dead person. And then chamlemumala. And then of course it's now going to get hot. That it's hard for them to sit out altogether because it's the heat's coming down the sun. So mevim machzalas, and they got a man or personal aim, and they'll put a. They'll put up the machzelas. Is that zayke mitasay? V'nishu v'haylechleiv. Is that zayke mitasay? V'nishu v'haylechleiv. V'nim to mechitza suyimayla. So they each pick up their beds. They put it on the side, so the beds can now hold up the machzelas, and they put the machzelas on top, and then they can leave, because. So Taisa says that you know why can't they just come with the bed and the machzelas to begin with? He says, you want to make like a hacker. You want to you want to make it in a way that seems like they're not doing it for the mace. You don't want to make it. You, want to, you don't want to make it obvious. So that's why they sit there first without anything, and then they're uncomfortable, so they get beds, and then they're more uncomfortable, so they get a machzalas. But once they put up the machzalas, they don't have to like stay under the machzalas for a bit just to show that it's for them. Once Bishas has seen, they did it well, ostensibly because they're more uncomfortable. So then it's done already. So now they could do it. Now there's a big shail about oil here. That Taisa says, a big shail, I didn't didn't understand it too well. The Taisa says, you have like this, you have an oil, right? that there's a case of oil which is only oser if you make the mechitzas. So that's what Taisa says, the reason why you put up the machzalas first and then you put up the meat is because an oil has to be done with the roof first and then the mechitzas. But from what I remember, that's only if you're not doing it to be an oil, right? Like the case Taisa's brought, you're setting up barrels, or you're setting up a table, or something like that. The purpose is not to be mild, the purpose is not to... Even then, 
if you make the mechitzas and then you make the oil, so there's an iser oil, even if you're not doing it to be mal. So the eitz is, you first make the oil, then you make the mechitzas, and kol if there's no mechitzas. Now shaken, if you're doing the oil in order to be mal, so then, then there's an iser, even if there's no mechitzas. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, setting up an awning, or an umbrella, or whatever it is. I mean, if you have already a tefach done, it's only like a mezuzah oil, right? But here it seems like they're creating the entire oil. So I think this is a mezunder ahetel etzarech hamais. But I guess the right. So that could be. I think. I think that's where maybe some rishonim learn shat in 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 So It's a mezunder ahetel. Yeah, we're saying, but then it wouldn't be done etzarech yeah, hachai. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, but the shat is. That um, yeah, yeah, I guess. But um, that's the that's the thing. Taisus doesn't read it ice though. Taisus doesn't read it ice. He just read Taisus thing that you have to make the the, the oil first and then the mechitzas. But the emesis dalach is that even when you do it that way, if you're doing it in order to make an oil, as we were in a few places, you can't you can't make an oil even without mechitzas if the purpose is to make an oil. Yeah. Okay. So then the Gemara goes right so, so, so the way we learn Agamara, the Ravuna, the reason why he had to do it with Shumachai was because of the din of Enklinitel, Atzarach, Devranitel. So that's why it's a riot to Rabbi Yitzchak. But even with that, we don't bask in that way. So I think Gemara Ibmar, Mesa Mutl B'chama. Right? While we're on the topic, if you have a Mesa in the Chama, what do you do? Have you done a Shmuel, Haivcha Mimitel Lemitel? You're not allowed to move the Mesa, but you are allowed to do a Kalachayad, like a Tiltum in Atzad by not moving the mace directly, but picking up the bed and turning it over onto a different bed and that bed onto the different bed again and do it in that eifin. He says it's not called the bezayin to the mace. They will matter to put on the mace something which is not muksa. Always bother me practically. Right? Who would use a, a tinek if you could use a kikar? You know, it seemed very awkward. To put a tinek, no, even stomach, even the, even the hechatimsa of carrying it, it's just. And the you don't need a kicker, really, you need a kicker. I'm saying, what about a kli? My stomach kli would also be good. I don't think he's anything. I don't know, maybe say you don't have a kicker, but. Uh, no, what's the. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah, maybe if you hold in kli, it's the different stuff in it, so you need that thing which isn't a kli. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Anyway, if you happen to have a kicker and a tinek, that's what it is. This is my chalik, is which one you should do. It's too much, you don't have a kicker or a tinek. One of them holds a tiltum and a tzad, even though you're not moving it directly, you're just moving the thing that's on it, and you're pushing it that way. That's also called tiltum uksa. So that's asr. And the other man, the other holds, is not considered tiltum, that's what that's a machlekes tanon. It says, "Aim at silas a mesav neyad dleika." Here we're not talking about neyachama. Talking about from a fire. The same idea. There's a fire in the building, right? You're allowed to move out. You know, there's halachas about how you're allowed to take out things from the building. But there's a dead person there. He's going to get burnt. You won't be able to bury him. We'll bury his remains. It says you're not allowed to. It's a total muksa. No, you are allowed to move the mace when there's a fire. So Moses says, Hey, dummy, what's the case? Seems like everyone held the kikar etinak worked by mace. So, in the case of the you have to put on a kikar and tinak and remove the mace, it won't be a problem. 
But either lekas and my time to be lekas. Why is he lekas all this mutter? And I guess the Gemara held. I might say, listen, it's a, a very big tzarech, you know. We'll come at a big nivel to the mace, we'll get burnt. You won't be able to bury him. And I say, the Gemara knew that that's not enough to be matter the isa muksa without some sort of a hetter. So the Gemara says, El lava told him it's pligi. That's what the The Gemara says, told him it's at shmei tultum. So the Gemara says, Loi, the Kuliyama told him it's at shmei tultum. You're not allowed to do it. There's a special head to buy mace, but not because Islamic the mace will become manavel. That alone, Nevada, we wouldn't be matter. But the person, the person won't be able to hold himself back. He'll tell him he can't save the mace. He'll say, no, no, I can't. I can't leave him, I can't leave him burn. So he'll come to do it anyway. Once he's doing it basically, he might put out the fire. So sometimes we have this din, so, Taisis has an arichas here, and we'll speak about it in the next year a little bit more, that this Gemara seems to come out the Tuldum and the Shmei Tuldum, right? Because the Gemara had a Havim in them that was like Shmei Tuldum, and then the Gemara said the Kualam is Shmei Tuldum, and it's a special hetter. So that sounds like the Gemara's maskana is Tuldum and Atzai, the Shmei Tuldum. But other Gemara's are Mavur that we pass on Tuldum and Atzai, like Shmei Tuldum. So Taisis makes his famous chilek which is in Shulchan Aruch, that it depends why you're doing the Tiltum and Atzat. If the reason why you're doing the Tiltum and Atzat is because you want to be metaltal the thing that the mace, that the Dava Muksa is on, right? And you really want to move that. But I guess you're going to have to move along the Muksa. It's Tiltum and Atzat, let's say, Dava Mutter. Right? So there, we pass in, as long as it's not a basis, that Tiltum and Atzat is Loishmei Tiltum. Now, Shangin, if your real purpose is to move the Dava Muksa, you're doing it with the Dava Muksa. It just happens to be, you're not moving it directly, you're moving it with something. But your purpose is to move the Dava Muksa, so there we paskin, Tatultum and Atzach, Meitultum, like this Gemara. That's how Taisis goes, a lot of Rishayim go with this Mahalach, and that's what's brought, Halach Halamaisa and Shulchan Aruch. Okay.